All right, howdy. Welcome back to Windley Mania, the podcast you've never heard of, brought to you by the band you have never heard of. I'm the best in the world, Andrew, and with me as always, man's best friend, Devin Hopkins. How are you? Happy birthday. Oh, why, thank you. Why, thank you. It's, it's your birthday today. It, it, sure, it is today. Not the day of the release, but when we're recording. It day is my recording birthday. birthday. Totally what I wanted to do. On my uh, birthday. Hey, you totally. said you said, "Can you record this weekend?" And I said, "Yeah." And then you you asked, "Does Sunday work?" And I said, "Yeah." I was being. This is the only thing I'd want to do on. Okay. I I like to refer to it as a a life anniversary. A so life anniversary. Yeah, it's like I want people to go happy anniversary. Uh, happy people, anniversary. Thank you. Thank you to you and your parents. <laughs> yeah, I guess me and my parents have been together for 25 years now. Yeah, and, going going um, strong. Yeah, there was a you know there was a uh, there was a rough patch. I feel like you know they didn't want to. It's like they haven't touched me in months. Like I'm, <laughs> <laughs> now, you know. And then yeah. we were we went on that vacation. You know, we'll always have that. Did you go to? Did you? Uh, did you do marriage rescue with John Taffer? <laughs> with my parents? Yeah. Yeah. You just went like Jet He's skiing. a good, strong boy. <laughs> or whatever his voice is, you can probably do it better. All I can do is look at this. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> is that what they said? Is that what John Taffer said? Yeah, essentially. Oh. They pointed at, he pointed at you and looked at your parents and said, look at this. Yeah. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Exactly. Yeah. Clean the fucking place out. <laughs> Referring to my hole. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty gross. And, uh, yeah. So did, did, we, did uh, you do anything oh, special for your birthday? No, uh, not really. I, I watched, uh, Blazing Saddles. That's good. I haven't watched that in a long time. Old classic. Yeah. Saw that it was on the old, uh, HBO Max. Watched that. Haven't watched that in a long time. And then I uh, had some cheesecake. Love cheesecake. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Nice. Now I'm here. Sounds perfect. Yeah. But this uh, <laughs> this whole weekend, I was um, somewhat dominated by something entirely different, which we'll be talking about um, today on the Windley Mania, of course. And I, be- and I tried to find... I kind of wanted to see if another podcast has ever talked about this before. Couldn't find anything, and I'm not really surprised. Yeah, because when you sent me this, I had never heard of it. Mm. I'd never heard of this in my life. And then when I saw something about it that I guess we will get into, it made me surprised that I'd never heard of it. Because I was like, well, I should have heard of this. Right. <laughs> but... Yeah, I, I was I was having trouble like we're well, not like having a lot of trouble, but you know, I watched some of what you sent and I listened to some of the songs and I was trying to just like dig in deep and see like <coughs> what I could find about this and there's really just not what from my from what I found, I couldn't really find much more than just like what's on the surface. But I see you have a notebook here. Well, so. I, yeah, I brought my old trusty notebook. Um, friends of the show have been on the show. They uh, know that Andrew has a notebook they know if we have a topic. <clears throat> they know of my uh, notebook. And um, this is my second notebook, actually. So I kind of wonder if, like, when this is filled up, if someone were to find these two notebooks just filled with, like, I don't know. Hulk Hogan like, movies. Yeah, like, <laughs> and then Fat Albert said something. Like, and then... 
uh, what's some other shit we've done? I don't know, but it, it's just just nonsense of like what like ramblings of someone who obviously has schizophrenia. Something like Pompeii happens, and somehow these notebooks are preserved, and it's just like <laughs> this guy was just writing down like stuff that happened in terrible movies. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird hobby. This is the only piece of humanity we have left. Yeah. It's like we can't even pinpoint when this guy actually lived. We all rebuild. We all rebuild. <laughs> they rebuild around uh, Hulk Hogan movies and Fat Albert. Yeah. We will call this place Hulk Planet. That's already a thing. Shit. Book. Well, they, they wouldn't know that. Oh, yeah, because it'd be gone. Yeah. It's like Hulk Hogan's like a. These are all like godlike creatures and then like different factions start it's like like the crusades and it's like uh, the, the yogi bear clan has <laughs> has has entered with their sticks and primitive ways he walks yeah, essentially yeah but uh, anyways this uh we're what we're going to be talking about is uh the rags kids club band now if you don't know what Rags Kids Club Band is, I um, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. Um, essentially, it is a children's intellectual property conglomerate at this point. Um, it consists of these this group of anthropomorphic dogs led by Rags, and I'll I'll introduce the other characters as well, and. Um, I'm just going to fix this. It's falling on me. And they are entertainers, musicians. They're, there's a scientist. There's a scientist of sorts. Um, <laughs> Somewhat of a scientist. They all have different little personalities. Um, and they had like a TV show. But what from I, what how I was introduced to Rags Kids Club was all the way back in... Uh, 20 years ago, actually, I believe the, the, the year is right. Um, in 2003, um, I was in my uh, pre-K class, and another classmate had a dog, a blue dog, and for some reason, I really, really, really wanted to touch that blue dog. <laughs> and then I was introduced, oh, well, this is Rags, and I learned about this whole Rags Kids Club band. And in fact, they had a um, a deal. What do they call it? A uh, residency. A residency at our own celebrity th- theater in uh, yeah. North Myrtle Beach, the Rags Kids Club Band. And so um, I I got to go to see Rags Kids Club Band live. Oh damn! In person, I don't really remember much from it aside from. We were scrambling for coupon books because apparently there was like free kids tickets in the cute, like the monster coupon books. Yeah. I remember going to the concession lady where they had the toys and asking her if they were only going to play one song. Um, And then I actually asked my mother for some help. I asked her if uh, she could remember uh, the Rags Kids Club band. And she said, my grandmother took me and my sister, and I was fascinated by the dog in the wheelchair. 
You said you had wished you had a wheelchair. I was horrified. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so now why I didn't. OK, so I saw this show and I didn't really it didn't really stick with me. I guess I had the toy. Yeah. Um. Because I have a, uh, she has to find it, but it's a, the one of the stuffed animals, mm-hmm. the wheelchair dog. And, um, but it never really stuck with me. And the only reason I brought it up um, was because I was laying in bed one night trying to go to sleep. And I was thinking, hey, do you remember that big blue dog who would sing and play guitar? And I was like, no, I was, this was a conversation with myself. And then they're like, well, you should get up and totally like Google it. And I did. And, uh, what I found was a whole plethora of different things. Yeah. Cause I was going to ask you like where this came from in your mind to want to like dig into this. So I'm, well, I'm I, fascinated. Well, I mean, usually you'll set a topic and it's something weird. I'm like, all right, <laughs> this is what we're doing. But this one I was like. Okay, Rags, you sent like six videos right off the bat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do have a fascination with, uh, I guess, weird, obscure... Semi-lost media, Yeah, which this is. Some of it's gone from what I've read. Some of it's like just gone. Yeah, I could not find one thing that I... I Well, I could purchase it, but I just didn't have enough time... To purchase it and then wait for it and yeah, it it, it uh, it's something that I would really really love to sit down and enjoy, just because of uh, some interesting facts about it. Okay, but um no, but we're gonna be talking. Okay, so Rags Kids Club <laughs> Band. It uh, let's get. You want to talk about the band itself? The band itself. I wrote down the members. They um. <laughs> now let me ask you something. Yeah. Do you like Rags? Do I like Rags? Yeah. How do you feel about him? I think Rags is, I think, like, just in general or for what it is. I mean, I like, I like Rags. You like him? I can get down with Rags. He's a big. The songs are good. Yeah. Well, he's a big blue dog. (laughs) He's a big blue dog. He had all of the dog. They're all dogs. They're all different colors. He's blue and has, like, orange ears. And then they all have, like, these weird party streamers on their heads. Yeah. Um, and he's got a big medallion that says rags real big and I guess that would be his like dog tag yeah so you know what I think we before we get into the band I should actually mention another person that, um, the brainchild or no this was her brainchild right yeah. that's how this, I, I saw them. I thought I wrote down her name too uh, I was Tony tr- Steedman Tony Steedman um, yeah so essentially she was an advertising executive in a Charlotte North Carolina and uh, anytime I found like a story for the cat rags kids club band it was originated as a carpool story for her daughter yeah now what the hell is a carpool story? I had the same question like I, what's I see a carpool this phrase story. carpool story in every, like in the Wikipedia, in the Wikia, in the IMDb. fandom, it's the same thing. IMDb, all of them, all on the website. A carpool story. Every every iteration of the website, it, the carpool story. I don't yeah. know what a carpool story is. Yeah, because she doesn't explain. She just there's an interview with her, 
and she kind of details the 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 how this whole uh, thing was started. Yeah, and she says carpool story. I think I watched that. And one then too. doesn't was that like the nine minute interview where yeah, it was like yeah. her and like everyone that she works with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carpool story. Carpool story, and it's just but it was. It was, it was explained as if we were supposed to know what that was. Was her and her daughter carpooling? I, was she like. Would she carpool her kids around and then tell the story and was like, uh, Nick, and then, you know, has it like, have it like a, like a serialized story and then it's like, all right, tomorrow I'll tell you what happens next. <laughs> yeah. Is it, I, I want, it makes me wonder if it was like all off the cuff. Yeah, <laughs> She's yeah. just driving around like. I mean, some of this seems like it was just like. A little off the cuff. So, anyways, uh, they de- she developed this uh, Rags Kids Club and all the characters, and uh, eventually she, the, she pitched the idea to Nickelodeon. They said no thanks because um, we have a hundred things that we're doing, a hundred better things, and also you got to think this was in the late nineties. Nickelodeon. Think yeah. about it, like that's like the golden age. Yeah, they had. Well, like speaking for like young kids stuff, they already had Blues Clues. They already had a blue dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they already had a big. They already had a blue dog. Yeah, they got. Dora, they've got, you know, SpongeBob, Little Bill, yeah. all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Little Bill. Um, <laughs> so Nickelodeon was like, "Hey, you go do it yourself." <laughs> yeah, that's and basically. So she was like, "Okay." So they shot a pilot, which that pilot turned into the Rags Kids Club band. Pause up, which is a phrase that this band says a lot to each other. It was their tour video, which was filmed in New York City and, and Myrtle, Myrtle Beach, Beach, South Carolina. Carolina. So you could see. Um, them running around. Now, this video is not uh, available on the internet anywhere. I, can I saw the three different, min- Well, different clips. No, this yeah. is like a hour the full, long. The, oh, I couldn't find the pilot. I wanted to find the pilot. Well, that's the, that's the pilot. Yeah, that's the pilot. I wanted, to, I, was, I wanted to find that too, but there is like the three-minute clip of them bullshitting around Myrtle Beach. Probably sweating balls in those costumes. <laughs> yeah. It looked overcast, but it was still Myrtle Beach, probably like spring break or summer, because I saw like yeah. the, um, they had the, the, I remember they used to do like the Sun well, the Fun Fest. The pavilion was open. The pavilion was open. Uh, they had the big sand castles that they would build for the Sun Fun Fest. I think that's yeah. what that was going on. That's usually spring or summer. Yeah, and again, if you have just- Hot as shit. If you're just <laughs> listening to this and just still have no idea, the the- these were characters that were essentially like walk around characters, like mascot characters. Yeah. That's how they were in, in real life, mm-hmm. you see. Um, and then, so they have this pilot, and then 9 11 happens. And in the video, it was kind of just like it, fa- it was like everything was on the up. We had the pilot, and then it faded to black. 9 11. Yeah. And um, so that's when they and decide to they take. They were like, God damn it. Yeah. I can't do my cartoon. Because yeah. there's a national tragedy. Yeah, and so they mm. decide to take the band on tour. And then this is... that's what the country needs. Yeah. Um, also, like, they were doing, like, mall promotions. I couldn't really find anything with that, but they would go... Yeah. Like, that's how it started. That was, like, part of the ad agency thing. Like, yeah. they, they were using... I think it just started out with rags, and they were using him in different malls. That, there was a list of them, just, like, random ones throughout the country, but... And then I guess when the show took off, they phased that part out. Sure, but that's just so interesting that it started as a as the promotional character, and they're like, "Can go somewhere He's got with something. this." He's got this kid's got something. <laughs> so let's uh, talk about the band itself. Of course, Rags is the leader. Leader, uh, blue and orange, um, party streamers on the head. I found um, the the bios that are on the website now are not as descriptive. Um, 
I I found bios on the wiki, the yeah. Rags Kids Club Band wiki that mm-hmm. someone has curated. Yeah. Um there's a there's a fandom one too, and there's a bizarre yeah, description yeah. for one of the characters I, on fandom. I, someone got a little funny with one. Yeah, of the someone characters. got funny. Uh, you wrote that whole thing down. I, I copy pasted it okay. in my notes well, here. Uh, we'll uh, get to that uh, one. Uh, Rags. Rags is the puppy of the pack and leader of the band. Also, all, all these bios are just like diarrhea of words. It's so much. Yeah, like so much lore. There's so much lore for every kid. By the way, program. there was a TV show for this, and there are 200 episodes. Yeah, there were. This was this was on TV twice. This band has like 10 albums. Yeah, and they're all like 15 songs, and they're all like the songs are. They're good songs. I tried to look up the guy that did them, and Fred he Story, doesn't. Right? Yeah, Fred Story. He doesn't have like a lot of like huge credits like i was hoping he was gonna be like oh yeah he played guitar for elo for like 10 years i was hoping i was gonna get something like that but no his like documentaries what was that one movie he did that i was like what is that redneck roots yeah redneck roots (laughs) he just did like he's done so much shit just for random tv and like smaller movies nothing massive but this dude is like talented as fuck and apparently his wife wrote like the majority of the lyrics for these oh i see like she worked with him, but she wrote the, like a lot of the lyrics and he wrote the music. All right. So Rags is the puppy of the pack and leader of the band, a guitar twanging, lead singing bundle of canine energy <laughs> who really loves to rock and roll. <laughs> All right. So this this was a questionable uh, statement about Rags. Rags is, is, is an enthusiastic tail chaser, a passionate flea scratcher and a compulsive sniffer. And that <laughs> tells me that Rags is... Uh, Horny. He's a dirty. He's filthy, horny and he's addicted to cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's a rock star. Yeah, he is a rock star, yeah. and I I kind of want to explore that because he is a rock star. Like he has a rock band. I want to see the what was the show? Um, like behind the music. Yeah, behind the music, just with <laughs> rags, just like now. They get him in the uh in in the intros to all their videos. It's like him in a dark room in yeah. a chair, and it's him now, and he's just got like. A, his like Heineken and cigarettes. He's like, where do you want to start? Yeah. Oh, I, re- I remember Myrtle Beach. <laughs> uh, I'm one of two reasons why Joni Mitchell ca- is called a dog fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be great. We should, we should now. make that. Anyways. Uh, then there was uh, Trilby, which was a pink dog. She's the bassist, right? Uh, yeah, yes. her description does not say anything about bass playing. It says, yeah. Trilby is the super sporty fashionista of the band. She loves her music, fashion, and sports all in equal measures. Trilby is smart, confident, stylish, and has a matching accessory for every every occasion. And uh, nothing about bass. Yeah, yeah I think there was, a, there was a different... I had to watch the video and say, okay, she's holding a bass. <laughs> <laughs> now, they did have custom-made basses, a bass and guitar for the dogs, made by the guy who would play guitar on the albums. Really? Yeah, you can kind of see it in the videos. I forgot which ones exactly, but there's like a big, long, I don't know if it's a working bass, mm-hmm. but it kind of looks like cardboard in a way. It's really big and bricky, and uh, it has like the all the art on it. It's actually kind of you know, I actually I I do like that first iteration of the Rags character, like in the little like circle emblem logo. Like if there was like an enamel pin of that, I would want one. 
And like on the first album, I do not like this weird. He looks like on the TV show, which I guess we'll get into. He looks different. And then there's like a weird cartoon. Yeah. They're so, like the 3D animation versions. Yeah. yeah. Take and or leave. Then there was Pido, who is like the yellow drummer dog. Yeah. He likes kind food of a, and yeah. surfing. Pido is the favorite laid back surfer dude who is totally happy to take life as it comes. Pido, <laughs> this was weird. Pido is the same age as Razzles, Trilby, and B Max. <laughs> yeah, they did. <Okay>? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and his favorite pastimes are surfing and cooking. He is passionate about his seashell collection and loves playing the drums in the band. I like how the instrument always comes last. Everything else, yeah, everything yeah, else yeah. is first. Um, but he's, I guess, sort of like, you know, whoa, dude. Yeah, whoa, Stuff like dude. that. Uh, I guess when, let's wrap up with the characters because I, I do want to ask you uh, yeah. something. Um, then there's Razzles, who was originally called Raffles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Raffles. Uh, the, she's a green dog and plays the sound machine. Yeah. Is she the one that has the, like, the fucking mixing console? <laughs> Um, yeah, there's like videos. It's in, the sound machine. The sound machine. It makes sounds. It's a, it's a, just a 32 channel mixer. <laughs> yeah, and she is the band's rapist. She does rap. She does the raps uh, mainly. I labeled her as auxiliary percussion and sounds. Huh. Uh, she was the previous <laughs> manager of the band. Razzle is the go growl girl, the most logical, ordered, and organized of the dogs. Uh, apparently, she's very bossy. <laughs> Well, they got to have someone to keep them in line. Yeah. There's a lot of personalities here. And then uh, last but not least is uh, B-Max, who was originally called Tucker. Tucker. Isn't that interesting? Like, also, shout out to Tucker. This, this guy has like a British accent. Yeah, for I guess because he's smart. Yeah, he's smart. Yeah. <laughs> he's almost like the Donatello. Yeah. Because he, well. He's like the inventor type. Yeah. He's also in a wheelchair. Yeah. And there um, was a reason why he's in a wheelchair. Well, yeah. Yeah, um, B-Max might be in a wheelchair, but he is definitely an alpha dog. He takes the <laughs> alpha supplements, you know, he, he, he needles the, them. He goes to the he alpha He can't feel clinic. his legs, so he just shoves the syringes in his legs and shoves it full of alpha juice. <laughs> B-Max is a passionate inventor, problem solver, and loves creating wild-looking inventions in his inventing room. Though we have never seen inside his workshop, which troubles me. We don't like know what he's doing. He's <laughs> like, B-Max, what are you doing? Get out of here, I'm inventing! <laughs> <laughs> I'm inventing legs, oh, damn it! <laughs> oh, I'm inventing so hard! Oh! <laughs> yeah. um, uh, though we never see inside his workshop, the flashing lights above the door are always herald him emerging with some new gadget or creation. And he plays... Um, my mother, actually, we were texting about this. She was very adamant that B Max did in fact play saxophone. And he I did. was well, I was like I didn't notice that at first when I was watching the videos. And but yeah, he does. Yeah. He plays saxophone, trumpet, and guitar, but usually keyboard. Mostly keyboards. Yeah. And also if I were to work uh if I were to be in this band like as like the person who would in the costume, B Max is totally the one I would want to be. Because you don't got to do any of the dances. You just got to roll around. You got to get the fuck out of the way sometimes. Yeah, though. that seems that seems like it'd be tricky. I was because like the the choreography for all the shit. Well, you like just gotta they've got arms around and shit. Yeah, they've got to. Well, like for the other people, like okay, you just gotta you gotta work around this the wheelchair. But yeah. the wheelchair, you just got to be quick with it. Sure. And whoever's in that costume is like 
like I've seen like in some of the videos you can see he's fucking moving. He's got it. He's got it down. <laughs> There's, There's one in the in the the Washington DC one he like he like speeds up and just like jumps like the little three set of stairs like god damn he's getting it well there's a lot of people who have played these characters in different uh, uh, arenas yeah and uh, some of them are not as agile some of them are some of them <laughs> as, are some of them are as uh, whoever was in that video the cast listing is is massive cuz i was just trying to oh, figure yeah. out who was doing what i think they uh, had I didn't even, it was they just had so this, much there was so much i didn't get into it yeah. they had the same voice actors through like most sure, of it, sure. but like um can I read the fandom description of B-Max? <laughs> yes. Okay. Someone, so, got, someone got funny. Someone got funny on the fandom, and there's a fandom for, if you don't, don't know what fandom is, it's basically like a more topic-specific Wikipedia-type website. Like, there's a fandom for pretty much any show or whatever you can think of. And the one for this one, for the character B-Max, reads, B-Max got into a car crash and was paralyzed for the rest of his life and the original actor died so they replaced him with a paralyzed disabled wheelchair guy who they abuse and they say horrible words to him just because he is disabled (laughs) one sentence paralyzed is misspelled both times (laughs) but i don't know someone got in there and was just like trying to be funny guy and i was like i was clicking through i was like what the fuck (laughs) like why does it say that yeah there wasn't any like I was trying to find fan perspective on this, but it's mainly still just little kids who are involved with this and comment on it constantly. Yeah. And, um, well, uh, anyways, one more character. I Oh, I, yes. I have a lot of thoughts on, like, what this whole thing is, but we do have one more character who, uh, outside, I, I, I like this character a I lot. I like this character, too. I, I like him a lot. Uh, Dumpster the Cat. Dumpster the Cat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so here's the story about Dumpster the Cat, who is essentially like an Australian gray cat with like fuzz, and he has like a little vest. Yeah. Apparently um, they found him outside yeah, the practice space. When Pido found Dumpster outside the stage door of a concert, he never realized he was adding such an opinionated, opinion, opinionated, but lovable member of the Rags family, or to the Rags family. A high-maintenance addition, Dumpster requires plenty of stinky fish, fresh cream, and nap time. <laughs> I Don't also, deny Dumpster is cream. I require two out of three of those things. Stinky fish and nap time? Well, fresh cream and nap time. Oh. I can hold out on the stinky fish. Um, but essentially, he is on the television show. I didn't find anything where he popped up in an album. And he's not in. He's not in the band. Yeah, but he's like a. They. I I know he was just like a interview. He would interview. The kids. Yeah, he would interview kids, and he would just yeah. ask shit like, "What's snow?" Yeah, and the kid <laughs> would go, "Yeah, no, it's snow is." You know, that's actually. Um, <laughs> I I didn't know who Dumpster was when I was looking on this, like looking all this crap up, and um, I was on the website, and it was like. There was like a YouTube video on the website and it just said dumpster sharing. Like the file of the video was in yeah. the title. It was dumpster sharing. I was like, what is this? And then it's the, I was like, oh, it's the cat. Dumpster. Um, it's a good So who, who's your favorite member of this band? My favorite member? Yeah. Who, um, who would have to be your favorite? <sighs> 
Yeah, might, might might have to hand it to Pido. Yeah, Pido's really cool. I like his energy. Yeah, he he uh you know he fucks shit up, but then he like you know he's still a solid drummer. Yeah, you know, lays it down. <laughs> lays it down. <laughs> no and matter. He cooks for everybody. He does cook. That's yeah, pretty cool. Connor needs to step his game up. and Absolutely. cook for us more. And he lays it down and plays the same thing every night, no matter what. Uh, drums are provided and i'll leave it at that for now <laughs> um, uh okay so they did have a lot of albums as we talked about um their main two albums the first two albums that's like the bulk of what all the of what we really want right that's pause up and pause up and unleashed unleashed yes so pause up um I was listening to some of Unleashed on the way here, just to kind of keep some, uh, just to kind of keep some fresh in my mind. So it is essentially children's music, but it's like very much rock and roll. It's not like and other and other things. Yeah. I will say other things. Well, it's it's children's music to a degree that it's like you know it's made for a kids' TV show, but in no way is it like pandering to children. Well, I think it's well, not it like is, it uses like there's a fucking new Yankee Doodle on this shit. Yeah. Um, it's not as cool as McGruff's Cool Kids album, or Smart Kids rather. You know, no, but it's not as cool as that. But that, it's still that like, one has like that one was like right time, right place. The music is actually cool on that album. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's some cool stuff on this. Like the B Max mix is like a weird, almost like Savage Garden <laughs> song. It's very much like all these like crazy like uh, like choir of voices and the electronic beat um there's funuki what is this song funicoli funicola <laughs> i don't know i'm trying to i was trying to log back in i don't have the door open uh i did have I trying to open it up i did have rags kids club house stuck in my head where it was rags kids club house kids club house that was stuck in my head um <laughs> Wagon Wiggle, uh, Razzle's Rap. I do have an issue with Razzle's Rap, though. Um, the music is almost like, like the instrumentation at least, is very TLC-like. Mm-hmm. But then it's just like the most, like any like sort of weird, can you, like you watch the Tony Steedman like interview. Could you imagine like her going like, and then Razzle has a rap. You know what yeah. I mean? Just sort of like the very uncoolness of just like, of oh, this, it's a like, rap. Of this suburban 50-year-old woman yeah. trying to like be cool for kids. It's like, it's it's a rap. And Razzle's rap. This is her rap. And uh, it, it has like the weird, like, almost like the Mickey Mouse unwrapped album where they do a bunch of rap songs, which is also very bizarre. And it has like, yeah, this is rap music, but it's like, you know, it's good for you. Uh, not like that other crap. Not the other stuff. Yeah, like the it's like the Christian ones that they'll change the raps to be about Jesus Christ or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then unleashed in two thousand four. <laughs> Their two thousand four effort unleashed. Yeah. What album was What's the Dealio on? I don't remember. Uh, that that song has like a very much like that's like a Jimmy Buffett song. Yeah. It has like that white ga- white guy like Jamaican thing, <laughs> where it's like, don't you know I want to play by the beach, everybody? 
yee-chee-chee, whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? It's like the, just, and it's like, I forgot who sings it, but it's like the most Caucasian voice ever doing it. <laughs> um, there is one song on Unleashed called My Friend that is absolutely, it's very charming and very yeah. nice. It sounds like it, like, like. I don't know what to compare it to, but it's very. It has a really good build, really just like catchy. It's just catchy, and and, and it kind of like turns it on its head too in a weird way. It's it's a very soft acoustic, like ballad. Mm-hmm. Very good. I, I would recommend my friend. My friend. Surprisingly, with the band, I know that we're talking about the Rags Kids Club band. Yeah. It's kind of hard to really, unless we were to sit down and listen to every single track with you and explain what's going and talk about what's going on. But literally, there is so much other shit that I want to talk about that I don't even, I, it's like. Yeah, like I didn't dive into the albums as much as I wish I did. But I was, just try, I was trying to find, I was just this. trying to find like shit, like about the the whole shebang. Yeah. About it all. I want to, I'm going to dive back into the music though. Because the songs are legitimately good. And it's just, it's interesting. So let's, um, so they had the albums and they had videos, but also, I guess, man, there's so much stuff. Let's talk about um, their their residency at the Celebrity Theater. The Celebrity Theater or the Palace Theater? Because they had one at Palace. They had shows, at, did they have a residency at the Palace Theater? They said they did it like every day for a year, 4.30 p.m. Okay. <laughs> Was um, I didn't I couldn't find video of. Was it. that also with Garfield? Yes, this was <laughs> this was with Garfield. It so was they were uh, the premise was like Garfield's birthday or something. That is a weird thing. Like okay, I went to Dollywood around this time too, and there was also Garfield having a birthday at that show. This is when like because this is early two thousands. This is when Garfield was everywhere because there were like different theme parks and shit where they had he was like just being licensed and whoever was in charge was like, hey, if you're gonna license Garfield, make sure it's his fucking birthday. Yeah. And only talk about Garfield's birthday. Yeah, it's his birthday. Yeah, Garfield was taken over at this point in time. Yeah. So I guess it makes sense that he had, you know, a he had a spotlight in our little tourist town. Yeah. Here's the press release from this, or, or it's sort of like the description on their website of the Celebrity Theater. Um, they they promoted the which one fuck is, out of this. Which one's, is that the, is that on like near Ocean Drive in North Myrtle? Yeah, it used, to, it used to be the Legends Theater as well. And now it's like a church. I think that's the one that's about to be the Greg Rolls Theater. Yeah. <laughs> Region specific here on Winley Mania. 501, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, the Rags Kids Club band has been crisscrossing the country on their national tour, and they played at like I watched a lot of videos from their tour, all very grainy footage. Um, that makes sense. It's just like weird festivals and like weird state fairs. Yeah, state stages. fairs. There's like, like a bunch of shit on the stage. Openings. <laughs> um, someone did upload a video, and it's the it's one of the people who played Pido. Yes. Yeah. And he, I watched um, this too. Where his description was like, this is my first professional fursuit gig. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'll just say, I, I fear and respect the furries. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come after me. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, national tour. But now they found a home at the Celebrity Theater in North Myrtle Beach. Join the furry canine cast as they rock the house with their own brand of award-winning... Mu- I couldn't find... Like, could you find awards? It said that they won an Emmy. 
Yeah. They said they won an Emmy. They won like a like a National Parent Seal of Approval, some other like parent magazine thing, and like a fourth one that I can't remember. But apparently the music had won awards. Right. And the picture of Fred's story on their website is him holding two Emmys, looking like just cheesing. Cheesing, yeah. Yeah. Must have been for Redneck Roots. Might have been Redneck Roots. It might have been an episode of Dateline. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Join the furry canine cast as they rock the house with their own brand of award-winning music in a full 70-minute spectacular show. Jesus. Uh, You'll be dancing in the- That's not long enough. Hmm? It's not long enough. I think they would play 90 at some places. Encore. Yeah. You'll be dancing in the aisles with the gang as they- the gang. The gang. Yeah. As they perform hits from their four CDs. I thought it was a club. Sorry. Yeah. Wait a minute. It is a club. <laughs> you'll be dancing. You'll be dancing in the aisles with the club. How about that? Yeah. Said gang on the website. Uh, as they perform hits from their four CDs and several pop favorites. Uh, every number is specially choreographed and includes lots of surprises. And as a special bonus, the band is throwing a birthday party during the show for their friend Garfield, the famous wisecracking comic strip cat. <laughs> of course, Garfield suspects something is up and won't relax until he gets the surprise. That's Yeah, that's exactly a description uh, I read, yeah. What is the surprise? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't, I couldn't, there's no video of yeah, this, I don't Unfortunately. What were they going to give him? Also, their friend Garfield knew one dog and hated him and loved him sometimes just because it was like out of necessity. Yeah. These are five other dogs that Garfield does not have to associate with, yet he is friends with them. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 that, that, yeah, that kind of baffles me too, you know, like these. And what was up? Why was something up? What was up? Was he stre- what was he stressed out about besides hanging out with five dogs that he already doesn't like like but they're fr- it's a Did very they break confusing- into Garfield's house? <laughs> what happened? Is this a home invasion? <laughs> this is a home invasion. The rags home invasion. Maybe they are a gang. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I recant my it's statement. Like, dun, 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 dun. Hey, you think you're a cool cat? <laughs> Get him wheels. <laughs> and it runs over his tail. <laughs> there are big laughs when this hilarious cat gets in the act. Oh, there's another character as well. Oh, Rody will be the will be there too. The human who helps keep everybody on track, especially Garfield. So there was a character named O Rody who was the Rody. It says uh, O Rody. It says O Rody. What is his name? Just Rody? I think it's well? just Rody. I think this... I remember in the one tape they were just calling him Rody. Yeah. He played I think... different characters. I, I, I think it's just Rody. Yeah, well, it says it said O apostrophe Rody. I think it's just saying, oh, Rody's gonna be there. Well, no, it was space like his name was like O'Reilly's, but it was O Rody. Oh, 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 oh Rody. I don't mean this this shit's fucked, I'm telling this shit's you. Shit's fucked. But Rody. All right. So yeah, celebrity theater. I, again, I don't remember anything. I, just, I remember very minimal from this fucking show. Um, let's go over to the concession <laughs> stand. They did have a store, and they had an online store, too. Um, they had uh, the purse that is uh, that would just be um, his head, Rag's head. They had 8- um, and 12-inch plushes that were all the band. Mm-hmm. They had a sipper cup, which I still kind of want. I saw it, and I was like, that's a... That's a fucking sweet cup. Uh, there's a backpack. Um, and then there was a giant four-foot rags plush. Now, 
four. There foot. were two different prices. How okay? So how much was? Uh, let's just say how much was the special web price for this giant four foot rags plush doll? How much? How much? It was the, this was the special web page price. I'm gonna say two ninety nine ninety nine. It was four hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. And the retail price was seven hundred dollars. Damn. For that's that's way too much money. That's way too much. How much money. is that now? Oh, this God. was twenty years ago. Oh, it's probably double that. <laughs> yeah, really, right? I mean, you think of a you think of a McDonald's burger, it's twice as much now. Really? Probably. There's no more dollar menu. McDonald's is not a place I pay attention to what I'm spending, okay? I just go, yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't care how much it costs. <laughs> Put it in me. I want it as fast as possible. I'll pay any dollar amount. So, another interesting thing with um, rags at this time is that you could book them if you truly wanted to. Okay, so if their plushes are 400 plus, I wonder how much it would cost to book them. You want to book them for a week? Oh, you got the prices? They, well, I, I want to talk about this for a little bit. Capital in, Capital International Productions, well, I guess was their booking agent around this time. Yeah. And for some reason, their website is still up. It hasn't been updated since like 2005. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is all the same. I might have clicked on this website because um, there was a few of them that just haven't been updated in at least like 15, 20 years. Yeah. And they had the requirements for the Rags Kids Club Band, and it was just shit like... Essentially, you had to provide water and a hotel room and a ramp and a stage. A and uh, and if if they weren't flying, if they were flying in, you had to provide them instruments. Oh. <laughs> like depend, I guess depending on what it was. But it was uh, $14,500 $14, a week plus, and then plus the hotel. Plus. Oh, and you had to Christ. get you had to get um, three hotel rooms for two people. And then you also had to give someone, um, you had to provide someone to help them with meet and greets, which from what I read, a lot of the meet and greets were just like free for alls. Yeah. Just like kids running at the, the mascot. That's um, what that one video, the guy said, he said, yeah, it was fun. I uh, did get ambushed by a bunch of children after a show. Yeah. So that was not fun. Um, there's also a, a sort of, a, there was other things that you could still book. I don't know still, but uh, and there was like some band bands like the Beach Boys, and Boston Air Supply Sticks, and then Survivor was listed twice for some reason. Oh, this is the same management company, Capital International Productions. <laughs> um, there was something called Bruce Serafian, Serifian, I guess he was a world record juggler. Uh, there was another thing called Fritters. That you could book, and all it said was where there's melting ice cream, sticky faces, and unsuspecting family members, fr- fritters is sure to be close by. I'm not sure what that entails. I don't know, I don't know what fritters is, but I don't like. Would I want to give like a I want to pay fifteen thousand dollars just to find out? Yeah, um, there's no, there's no information about them. So, you just gotta book them to see. Now there was all these like things you could just book by themselves. Kinky Kelly and the sexy stud. Probably. I don't know who that is. Did you watch is. Clerks 2? No. Oh, never Sorry. mind. Um, there was one thing. There was the there was one package available, one tour package available to book through Capital International Productions. <laughs> and it was um it was Vicky Lawrence and Mama, a two woman show. <laughs> uh do you know who Vicky Lawrence and or Mama is? Is this uh 
No. Wait, is this is it Mama's family or something? That's correct. It is the same person. <laughs> it is the same person, this tour package. So Vicki Lawrence, of course, would do the Mama character on the Carol Burnett show. And then uh, there was the Mama's family mm-hmm. sitcom. Um, and yeah, that it was a two woman show and it was just her. And it was like hot off the rails of her 2003, 2004 season. Mama's back. <laughs> and I guess like you have to pay twice for both things. It's kind of like the, like there was Del Wilkes who was the Patriot and then he sold the Patriot gimmick to Tom Brandy and Tom Brandy would sometimes wrestle as Tom Brandy um, Johnny Gunn, I think, was another character he did, and then he would wrestle as the Patriot, all on one show at different indies, and get oh. three different payouts. Oh, so I, I wonder if it was kind of like that. That's funny. That'd be funny if whoever's booking was like it didn't know, or or maybe she like had to keep it a seat. Like she would just like they did know, but Vicky Lawrence was like, oh, well, let me go get Mama right now, so she can sign those papers. Yeah, and then, like just go change forth. real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I thought that all that was very interesting. Now, do you want to talk about the tapes? So this is, we're getting into the uh, tape era. The tapes? Yeah. So there was the first pause up tour video, which is unavailable besides um, they, uh, they go, they're in Myrtle Beach. And so they go around the pavilion. Uh, NASCAR speed. They're park. NASCAR speed speedway where rags utters the words, the ultimate squirt off separated the dogs from the pups. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> they go to the Hard Rock, they go to Hard Rock Cafe. Cafe. And this is, I wrote this down because I was thinking of this. Like, uh, I mean, we've worked in restaurants. We know the, you know, oh, yeah, people yeah. in kitchens like to do drugs on the clock. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine just being like blazed or whatever. <laughs> and there's dog. a fucking dog just in your kitchen, just beating on pots and pans. <laughs> Like during the Screaming. dinner rush, <laughs> or it's just someone's Crying. first day and they just didn't get filled in. Like the manager came back and was like, "All right, so they're filming this thing today. There's gonna be some people dressed like dogs. Just let them do what they're doing." <laughs> yeah. Wait, what the fuck's? Hey, you can't be back here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. That crossed my mind when I was, I was like, "Imagine just like being like." I don't know. I, I would rather this whole video be available on uh, the internet for free as opposed to me spending $12 on it. So, uh, you know, if anyone has it. If anyone has that'd it. That'd be awesome. Is it on Pirate Bay? I didn't check. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't check Pirate Bay, actually. Uh, <laughs> I didn't check either. Uh, let's see. There There's was... someone out there doing the Lord's work, putting all of rags on Pirate Bay. Yeah, okay. So there was the uneventful one. Did you watch Holiday Jam Rockin' the Rockies? I watched some of it. It's um, very uneventful. Um, they, it, it's basically the Christmas special. Yeah, and uh, that guy roadies with them, and they're like skiing a lot. And uh, Pido has a sandwich that he heats up on the van. Uh, it's it's very uneventful, as I said. So F R O S T Y S N O the man. That was actually pretty sweet. That one got skiing. stuck in my head. <laughs> hey, they they were pretty good skiing and yeah. snowboarding, like in, in those big co- suits. in those costumes. That's yeah, yeah. In they the, got it down. Yeah. 
Did you watch uh, Red, White, and Rags? I did watch Red, White, and Rags. Did you watch the whole thing? Watched, like, I'm pretty sure I watched the whole thing. I mean, um, I made that funny edit that I sent to you, but I watched I watched that one. That was funny. I, the, he, <laughs> he, he opens up the, the, the tape in his dark room. He says, we went to Washington, D.C., and this happened. And then you made it so it, it was January 6th. Yeah, it was fucked up that they did that. Yeah. <laughs> was I wouldn't be surprised if, they're there, if they were there. Yeah. <laughs> they want to show a lot of respect for certain people. Yeah. So um, I wanted to put one of the I wanted to put uh, their song behind it. Which one? Ah, fuck! It was uh, the Freedom Rock song. It was rocked. a Freedom Rocks one. That reminded me of, like Nerf Herder for some reason. Like, yeah, you know what I mean, like yeah. it was just like dorky nerdcore punk. I was I was digging in. I wanted to dig into that and see if like any of those type of people were like on it. Like uh, what's his? I, for, I forgot that guy's name oh, because that uh, dude does a lot of like kids music on YouTube, and he's made his living off of that. Perry. Yeah. Yeah. He's made his. He's made his nut off of like <laughs> those like kids' musics. Honestly, that'd be a great job. Yeah. Um, I I I just had the one thing of note during the end of Red, White, and Rags where they they find the dog, the the president's dog is lost. Yeah. His, the dog's name is Patriot, Patriot, and they play a street performance in Washington D.C. And then the dog just kind of walks up. Yep. And they found the president's dog, so they go back to the White House. And they talk to the security, the Secret Service guy, and Secret Service guy is like, they found the dog. (laughs) (laughs) And so they go back into the Oval Office, and it's just like this. They meet the, like, Pido, it says something along the lines of, is that the pa-pa-pa resident? (laughs) And then this just very pale old, I believe he was inebriated. He just, like, gets up and he's like, that is correct. <laughs> yeah, I am the president. Thank you for finding my dog. Um, uh, I would like to uh, award you with uh, the Presidential Medal for Loyal Service. And then they pull out these giant ass, like, do you see that part with the medals? Missed medals. They, the Presidential Medal for Loyal Service is these giant fucking, like, they're like medals. You get like a, like a fucking, I don't know. I've never won a medal, so I, I can't really. But well, you know what I'm talking about. Those yeah. things that go around your neck, the gold. Um, but it's just giant, comically giant. And the <laughs> Secret Service guy has it all on his arm. And it's like weighing it down. And then um, they start singing uh, like uh, some song. Do you remember? Um, Don't remember. This is. I think this is when I got tied up in doing my edit. Uh, I see. <laughs> so the dogs are all singing the song. And they're like, it's really weird how it's shot. They're in the Oval Office. The dogs are singing and swaying and dancing and kind of like facing the camera. Like they're they're facing the camera and then their backs are to the president and the Secret Service guys who are turned around looking out the window. So their backs are to your point of view. Yeah. They're they're back to back with the dogs and they are just like hand on the heart completely still, just staring. It is very disturbing to watch. And these dogs just kind of like hypnotically swaying around with these with their giant medallions. It's 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 a very weird uh image. I have to go back. I didn't I guess. And then I Freedom that. Rocks plays and that song's cool. <laughs> so I guess that's one you should check out. Um Yeah. That's uh that's a good bit of what was going on. Also, they they um, the show. Oh, I guess we should talk about the show. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're about to be in a two-hour Winley um, Mania. So the show. 
Again, they filmed a shit ton for the fucking show. Like, and they filmed it all in Australia. Yeah, it aired there before it aired in the States. Yeah, it was on PBS here, right? Yeah, it was PBS here and... Yeah, I forgot what channel Other it was. streaming thing. It was some weird channel yeah, that you can find so it on now. They had, um, like, new costumes for the dogs. And so they had, like, uh, different heads. And so the, the mouths mouth can move and they could blink and their ears can move. But the thing about their eyes, if you looked at their eyes, the black of their eyes were very reflective. So you could see, like, the soundstage in the black of their eyes on the show and all the people like with cameras getting up close or behind them it was all very visible in the <laughs> eyes it kind of breaks the world especially for me who's trying to get immersed so <laughs> i watched one episode called food because i felt like i would like that one and the show format is like definitely it's a lot going on, to, I guess, just to keep a young, young child's brain occupied. Mm-hmm. Like, it goes from, like, the intro of the story into a musical performance, into a fucking interview with the dumpster, the cat, into a cartoon, into another musical performance, into some more story, into another musical performance, into another interview with dumpster, into another cartoon, into another dumpster thing. I wrote this segment, the segments down, into another cartoon, into the end of the story, and that was only one half of the episode. What? Yeah. How when that there's the story, 30 there's the, 30 minute episodes, right? Yeah, but the story's only eleven minutes. <laughs> so it was almost like a block. The story would change, but the topic would be the same. Oh. It was very weird. There's a lot going on. That's um, that's interesting. And but yeah, that shit does have to move fast. I think the children. best part of the show is the interviews with Dumpster the Cat. Because I mean the kids are cute. They're like saying shit like broccoli and stuff like that, you know. Like fucking what would, like what super how what what superpower would you have? I wish I could fly and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. What's flying? Can you just ask dumb questions. Yeah. Um, the, I saw the video of the, the dude that does the puppeteering for uh, like yeah. dumpster is uh, Tony Steedman's like right hand man essentially. Oh like, yeah, yeah. She will like they worked they worked real hard on that show. Eh, hard on. They worked really hard on it like together like coming up with a lot of the ideas and then she fought to get his like visa so oh, he could work I in the united this. states yeah so. but apparently like they're like they were like this wow you know sure good for them good for them so they had the show and again, this is all very dense because i want to talk about what rags has sort of been up to now okay okay so there isn't really like a platform for the show as I can tell or it keeps changing. Now there is a YouTube ch- it's There's funny. A YouTube channel. There's a YouTube channel that is active as of yesterday. They uploaded one they uploaded an episode yesterday. Oh. I think it was a like a, they saw was, some they saw some traffic. They saw some traffic two men. from two guys in Myrtle Beach. <laughs> they said, "All right, we need we'll to get put this a new one up for them." Yeah. I think it was just a a remaster of like an old episode. <clears throat> this YouTube channel is filled to the brim of just, it's just like diarrhea. It is very much like what, if you were to ever stumble upon like kids, YouTube shit. Yeah. Like the Coco melon thing. There was that one thing I stumbled upon like a couple months ago that auto be good. I don't think I'm familiar with that one. Oh my God. 
Okay, so another episode. <laughs> Auto be good. It was this like very bizarre religious. It was like Veggie Tales, but cars and also very creepy people. And they had like a. There's a very funny documentary. Of them Wait, talking. is this the yeah. thing? This is the thing you sent me. Yeah, and it was. Like, yes, yes, I remember <laughs> it, was it like, now. Yeah, Greg, Luke, and group of cars, and then it cuts to the animator, and it's like. Christ tells us um, what we need to do in our hearts. Yes. And through the power of animation, we are able to tell our stories. And it's just like the most obscene, grotesque, like looking cars. They look like, terrible. Yeah, yeah. And then he's just like, Christ <laughs> Christ gives us the power. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I remember that now. I remember because you, you'd sent me that. Yeah. A lot we of these videos of on the Rags TV is like compilation. It's just for like kids on their parents' iPad or their own iPad, I guess. Yeah. To just poke and fucking just stare at. And it's just like seven hours of lullaby songs, nine hours of songs about fishing, 10 hours of fucking rags wiping his ass on the carpet or something. And it's just like, yeah, it's just to keep feeding, keep feeding. Right. And it's weird with these shows. Same thing with Auto Be Good is like, Auto Be Good apparently is Emmy Award winning as well. But the thing is, it's a, it's like, and I think this might be the case with Rags. It's a very specific. It's like a city like type a of Emmy, city Emmy. Yeah, but it's still like an association with the actual Emmys. It's very weird. Um, and these shows are like the people in charge of them, like they clearly like, as far as I can tell, this Tony Steedman character. Literally has done nothing else but dedicate her life to this Rags, blue yeah. dog thing. And it, the weird talk about it is like, at least from the companies, and I guess it's their job, is like to super hype it up. And it's like, you know, Rags is like God's gift to the fucking world. And everyone loves Rags. You know Rags. Rags the dog and his band. You love this. But it's like a thing that literally no one knows what it is. Yeah. Kids are too young to retain it besides, I guess, maybe years down the line, there'll be other kids like in the middle of the night. Like, what the fuck was that thing I saw? And the parents have no idea. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's like the parents that are our age that'll remember it. Yeah. But I, because I was trying to find some shit like this too. And there is a, there's one Reddit post that is under like r slash nostalgia. And it's just like a video of, uh, does anyone remember this? And it had like seven upvotes and nothing under it. I guess no one really, <laughs> no one really yeah, remembers. But it's like the weird, like, unless it was just like bigger in Australia. I don't know. I don't know either. But um, it's it's just with when I look at these children IP things, that is like a common thread is these creators being like, this is the greatest fucking thing ever. Yeah, and it's like. Is it though? Is it? <laughs> it's so, it's like just bizarre. It's like, hey man, like, you there's know, good the, intentions, but it's just like weird. Mm-hmm. I guess if you have that much passion about something, yeah. like, it's good to hype it up that way, but it's still just so bizarre to see it. Yeah. And then just no one know about it. Yeah. But, and I really want a big company to give me a lot of money. That's right. like a main thing. Auto be good. The fucking, you remember the family f- films for friends, feature family films with yeah. the buttercream gang, mm-hmm. those people fucking, uh, Oh yeah. Cause the auto be good's part of that. Right. Yeah. Uh, brother future too. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, I don't know. We're, we just, it's, a, it's an odd thing. So, it's essentially just like a diarrhea YouTube channel now. 
Yeah. But you can see rags still. I don't know if there's still shows. I imagine there is. But I know he is in the country of Jamaica with uh, the Palladium Resorts. Um, They have a partnership. I guess whoever the Palladium Resorts just licensed rags. And I don't know how many hotels he is at, but I but for certain, because I've seen mostly at this one at the Grand Palladium in Jamaica in Montagu Bay. And you can see rags there? Yes. Like a performance or like it is a whole like there's like a rags like play area. Oh shit. There's a Pido surfboard. Hold hold the phone. It's very uh <laughs> there's like a pirate show. Um so Oh, man, where to start? This is uh, okay. So the, I watched the pirate show, <laughs> um, and it started out with this young host man coming out, and he was just like, "Are you ready for the rags?" And you know the pirates weren't allowed. Um, Pido's drum set was just a cymbal, a kick, and a rack tom. <laughs> Not no snare. Yeah. Um, d- there oh later in the show there's two dads they pull from the crowd and uh there's like just dude dancers they make the dads dance and then there's like dudes dancing and just towels around them <laughs> at the rags pirate show they're just wearing rags there's the pido surf party where there's there was like a weird it, it was like a play area there was like <laughs> it, it was almost like rocking hard it was just like a big cavernous dark space it was a big rags arch and then there was a giant poster of like bob marley <laughs> <laughs> and they're like doing limbo and it's like rags and pido and like three kids um I mean, you think of like a surf area or whatever. I was think I was imagining like a water park yeah. sort of thing. This uh there was the the storytelling with Rags where he reads out of a book where they get the til- the children gather mm-hmm. and uh he just they play a tape. Um let's see. Oh, there was another thing called the Muppets show at this uh ro- resort. And again, it was like another playroom that had like rags decor, but it was just like a bunch of kids looking bored. And then there's like, there was something going on that resembled like the three little pigs, but it was minions. And like, it's, it's very like weird looking. I don't know if you can kind of like see what's going on in a sense right here. This song's playing. There's a minion. This kid's looking very bored. Yeah. The parents <laughs> wanted a... to go drink. What the fuck is that? <laughs> That's a wolf. I just imagine it was like the three little pigs, but minions. And this song's playing over it for some. And the kid's just bored. The wolf. Devin's just staring at this with his mouth wide open. And now it looks like one of the minions is like (laughs) filleting him. It looked like one of the minions was sucking on the wolf's uh, wolf cock. The kid's bored. Yeah, so this song. That's the promo video. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so uh, if you want to watch a bunch of these promo videos for this 
Grand Palladium Jamaican place, uh, which I want to read some reviews of this hotel. Yeah, as I was well. gonna say is this this looks uh, like a Ricardo Canales is the uh, hotel and resorts entertainment manager here. And that's the stuff he uh, cooks up. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a minion sucking off a wolf <laughs> in a very dark room. It's a very dark room. Uh, yeah, it, it's just like, it doesn't even, it's not even like, I don't know. It's the, usually that kind of show would at least have a stage. <laughs> sure. But it like looks floor. like a gym or something. Or Here's. No, you know what? It looks just like a daycare center. Uh. So uh, let's let's read some reviews from this resort where you can go visit that's rags. that's like what my daycare looked like. As uh, a overall, the stay at the resort was good, and it was my first time in Jamaica. The people are mostly friendly and polite. However, my check-in experience was the worst I ever experienced in my two decades of travel. As soon as I got off the bus, I was approached by someone from the travel club or some promotional program. I had just finished a 12-hour journey and was tired and wanted to check in and quickly go to my room. But they kept pressuring to sign on for this program and would not do the check-in without it. I tried walking away, but they kept following me and kept telling me to sign a form and give me their contact details. I was so frustrated I agreed to sign so they would do the check-in and I can go to my room. They kept on following me around until I got my room allotted. and They forcefully took my room details and threatened me that I must attend some event in the morning or else the manager would not be happy. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, let's see. There was... Uh, and uh, during our time there, there was also several employees who were very creepy. An employee looked up and down at my body while I was walking by, checking me out. I didn't even want to go up to get a towel alone because of how the employees in the area were staring at women that, that came by. We also heard from several other cruise ship guests that employees had asked them for their phone numbers. The employees at this resort were overall rude, creepy, and extremely unprofessional. I imagine that was just all just rags and Pido and the gang. Just say, hey, you're looking hot. <laughs> Did you know that I'm a compulsive sniffer? Uh, let's see. There's another one. Um, oh, this is my second time staying at the Grand Palladium. I don't think I'll go back, to be honest. The environment was lovely. Rooms were recently renovated. I saw a lot of them that said the room stunk. Uh, I wouldn't recommend Jamaicans to stay here. I went to the steakhouse and ordered medium rare steak. The waitress came back and confirmed if I'm sure that's what I wanted. I said yes. She came back with my dinner and told me she told the chef to make it medium well because we are black people and we do not eat raw meat. What? That's what the waitress said. <laughs> it's very bizarre. So, uh, yeah, this, uh, this place. Also, there's another performer, Rags. And this performer will team up sometimes. I can't show you video. It's not that exciting. But if you want to watch it, watch it anyways. It's another performer at the Grand Palladium. His name is Paul Jackson. Oh, the Paul Jackson? Yeah. Who? Who's Paul Jackson? He is a Michael Jackson tribute. <laughs> Man. And he, <laughs> he does the Michael Jackson dances. And you can watch a video of him and Rags, the kids club band, uh, doing Thriller together. And, Incredible. Uh, he looks like he shoves B-Max in the wheelchair out of the way at one point. <laughs> I cannot work. You know who I am? I'm Paul I'm Jackson. Paul Jackson. So. I cannot work with this Mickey Mouse bullshit. Yeah. So I found all that very bizarre. Um, I didn't even see the shit about the hotel. That's funny. Uh, that's just, that's weird. Like, you, <laughs> it's like, out of all the shit, you can, I guess it's not a very, uh, you know, 
fancy resort if like they can't get it's a five star re- resort allegedly. Five star resort. Yeah. Is it like it's it's five stars? I don't know who they gave the stars. It's the it's five stars in the same sense that five out of ten stars. It's, yeah. It's like okay. In, in the same sense that this is Emmy award winning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw a video of a guy vlogging there, and it like opened up of like I'm trying to like you know get the uh, the person at the desk to help me, but they won't. And some other people come up. And they're like, "Do not stay here. They will fuck you if you are not a resort member. They will fuck you." What? Yeah, That's if you're not a part funny. of their club, they will fuck you. And it was this like lady came up, and she was like, "We had big bugs." And it was just like, "Oh my god!" And then uh, apparently an employee slapped the camera out of his hand because I found that guy's review on there too. Oh. Yeah. So, um, Rags Kids Club Band still makes songs, uh, kind of. They kind of, they slowed down creatively. I um, mean, you know, wives Wheels and on kids the bus and, and shit. Just a lot of covers. Yeah. They had one song called Tickle My Funny Bone, where it goes, tickle my funny bone, tee hee hee. When you tickle my funny bone, it tickles me. I thought that was strange. That's sexual. Yeah. That is. That's sexual. They're falling off. I do want to talk about one song. They're about, we're going to see rags at the Dead Dog Saloon before too long. <laughs> Not against playing at Dead Dog Saloon. They're just doing covers and, you know, just taking their paychecks. Yeah. I'm talking about their funny bone <laughs> to all the olds. <laughs> the last song they really hyped up um, was uh, in 2017. Like, they had a video and an activity book. They were really pushing this song. And it's called The 45 Presidents. Okay, so I saw something about this, and I didn't really... I forgot to look further into it. This is when I was looking up that the creator. I was just trying to find more about her, and that came up, and it said it was like out of stock. I didn't see that there was a song with it. There's a song and a music video. Okay. The music video is essentially... It's, it's a song about... The presidents of the United States. Yeah. Um, the the first 45 of them. Um, so I'm guessing this came out in, you know, what you said, what year did you say? It was like 2017. 2017, okay. So, um, and it's just like rags on a school bus and a bunch of kids with like masks on sticks, putting the mask over their face to be the president. Oh. Uh. And then there's like a guy who's like dressed like Uncle Sam, kind of like just dancing, but not really, just like more so aggressively moving his arms and rubbing his body. <laughs> there's some a question. There's some there's some stuff in this song. It's just sort of weird. Um, it's all pretty normal shit until we get to the 20th century. <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, there's a well. There's like a Lincoln rap. You know, he's pretty cool. It, it was it's in the tune of Yankee Doodle, but they're just kind of like listing presidents until they get like if they have like fucking accomplishments, which I guess like most of them didn't according to the song. <laughs> so it'd be like uh, George Washington, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, but it's like really like upbeat and like and then they would rap too. They kind of brushed off JFK. It just said, after JFK came LBJ. That was it. Nothing bad happened. Nothing bad. Nothing bad happened. So, uh, uh, Reagan got his own rap. <laughs> and during the rap, it cuts to a video of a cartoon Reagan head over a very like, nightmarish 
Berlin Wall with like barbed wire. And uh, Reagan saw the wall come down. Uh, he oh Reagan saw the wall come down. He wasn't one to barter. That was the uh, the part. Uh-oh. And then the Reagan rap. We called him Dutch, and he stood. T- he's what? Yeah, we called him Dutch, and he stood tall. Mister Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and then the cartoon. Um, when they get the Bill Clinton, I thought that okay, this was weird enough for me to notice and point out. Okay, it was just like weird, weird choice. Whoever directed this. Okay, whoever was Bill Clinton, they had like a shot of the kid with the mask right in front of, and it was like right in front of them, and they were just doing this. Oh no! (laughs) They were moving their head up and down very fast in a very particular manner as Bill Clinton. Uh, Oh, and I wouldn't, but it just it just looked like that so much. So it was like kind of hard not to notice. Um, and then. Senior son George W. faced with devastation <laughs> of 9-11 led us through when comforting the nation. <laughs> Have you ever thought about if jet fuel can melt steel beams? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Join the National Guard and guard some poppy seats. <laughs> That's not part of it. But. <laughs> That's good. That's good, though. Uh we get to 45. It was a media sensation. It's a rap. Feel the pride. Show respect for our brand new president. And then there's a kid with a Trump hat coming off the bus with both thumbs up, just cheesing behind the mask. Oh. Yeah, it's a little. You can see it's a little biased, I yeah, believe, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, <laughs> he really drove it home on the. <laughs> and I don't know where Rags was on January 6th, man. I just don't That's know true. where he was. I don't know where the band was. I don't know. Yeah. That video I sent you seems to explain itself. So, and I think that's all I have on Rags Kids Club Band, we, and more. There's so much stuff to this. It is literally just a bottomless pit of crap. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It, it, I'm glad I saw him. I thought he looked. I still think he looks cool. That My Friend song is really good. There's some cool stuff. It didn't really stick with me, I guess, in like in a huge way. Yeah. I think if it, you know, were to have gotten the the Nickelodeon Disney treatment or whatever, I think it could have been like massive. Well, sure, with yeah. all that uh, Nick money. With all the Nick money and all that, like they've they've got the songs, they've got the, you know, the yeah. the appeal is there. It just didn't have I guess it just didn't get the the audience to be like the biggest thing that could possibly that could possibly be you know yeah so again rags rags kids club house rags it's stuck in my head so maybe one day we'll um we'll have rags on here we'll have rags on here we'll have someone from rags i'll book rags at brick house sure yeah fuck it we'll uh listen to the album together all together like a team. Yes. But uh that's I don't know. That's it. I think that's all I'm, you got. I kinda for really me. just want to drop it because I it's been a hectic past few days <laughs> looking at all this crap. I'd really like to do like something else. And it seems like it. I think yeah. you've you've earned a break. Sure. So uh 
Hey, oh, Andrew, what you, what you got in your hand there? What you about to, what have, you about to look at here? I have a flyer. Oh, a flyer, huh? For Myrtle Beach shows. Myrtle Beach shows. Now, if you don't know what Myrtle Beach shows are, they're shows that happen in Myrtle Beach. Well, get out of town. Yeah. And you can stay updated by following at Myrtle Beach shows on Instagram and Twitter. I think there's a Twitter. I don't know. I think the Twitter has a different handle, but it's, I can't think of it But Instagram. Right but the Myrtle Instagram's the main one. Um, let's see. There's a lot of shows, Devin. Really? Uh, uh there's April 22nd, there's a covers night with Ocala, who just released a new song. Um, Red Volt Raven, Cheese Club, the Clary Saxes, and members of Turn of Forte at Fresh Brood, April 22nd uh, at 8 p.m. for $10. May 12th, Windsley, Penalty Box, Fallscape, a Brevity at Fresh Brood uh, at 8 o'clock. May 20th, Clean Sweep, Naomi Ocala. Who just released a new song? Yes, at Fresh Brewed Coffee House, uh, May twentieth at eight p.m. Ten dollars. All these shows so far are ten dollars. Um, June eighth at Arcadia Studios Mall, Tombstoner, Visions of Brutality, and Nar Sarah. June eighth, all the death metal at Arcadia Studios starts at six thirty p.m. for ten dollars. June sixteenth, first band. Not yet. All right. Uh, Bedlam Hour, Brandy and the Butcher, Heavy for the Vintage, and Circuit at Fresh Brood at 7 p.m. June 16th, $10. There's tickets for that on Eventbrite. For the June 16th show. Yes, yes. sir. There's tickets for this one and the next one. So, on uh, June 17th at the Next Level Fitness Gym, you can get tickets on Eventbrite. They're $20. Reasonable price because there's a lot of bands, including. Us, Windley, Turn of Forte, Hymns of Blasphemy, then Graves of Valor, Innate, a, a Knife in the Dark, Your Spirit Dies, No Cure, Extortionists, and My Children, My Bride. I will say this. We have these tickets limited, and uh, let's just say that uh, you better hurry up. Because, sure. you know. I would if I were going. I would if, if I had to buy a ticket, if, I would have already bought one. Like, if, if I weren't, I'd be going... Anyway, I'm going because I hang on, I kind of have to. Yeah. But if I wasn't playing, I was like, I'm going to buy a ticket. Buy a ticket. Because that makes not. sense to do if I would like to be in attendance is yeah. to have a ticket in my hand. Do you want to so guarantee. Get in the middle building. Yeah. Do you want to yeah. guarantee that you can be here and buy a damn day? So. Buy a ticket and get there early, too. Sure. Because Winley's playing first. Mm-hmm. Dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we're going to be playing a Rags Kids Club cover set. Yep. A full 70-minute performance, yeah. a full costume. Uh, I'm going to need at least two bottles of water and a towel and someone to help me with the meet and greet. Yes. And, uh, and a hotel room. We need hotel rooms for each of us, oh, yeah. even though it's in town. That's correct. Hopefully, we maybe we can stay at the, um, the uh, what was that place called? The Jamaican oh, the, one? So we go to Jamaica... Then we come back here, and then we go back to Jamaica. Yeah. Well, so first of all, I don't want to stay there. I don't want to get hit on. <laughs> I don't want to get. I don't want to run into Paul Jackson. Yeah. yeah. With his. What was that? What was the thin mustache? What was the resort called though? I forgot. The already. Grand Palladium. Yeah, the Grand Palladium in uh, Jamaica. Yeah. So, do you have anything else, Devin? Not really. You ready to go home? I gotta take a diarrhea. All right. Well. Uh, for more Windley crap, follow at Windley underscore band and check out windleyhub.blogspot.com. And that is all. 
Oh, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.